Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. You know what day it is. It is time for more Immortals Phoenix Rising. And we are on a quest to save the Golden Isles. And let me tell you, I am so damn excited because we did it. We crushed it. We saved the Golden Isles. We defeated Typhon. And yeah, you'll get to hear about all that on the finale of Immortals Phoenix Rising. I am super excited to be finishing up this game. It has been a long time coming. There was a lot of cool stuff we did on this adventure. This game, ultimately, before I even get started on just like the end game, I will say that I really enjoyed this. Although the last part of this game really gave me a run for my money, I will say that, you know, overall, I'd probably give this game like an 8. Just because some of like the some of the controls can get a little wonky. The story is really good. You know, there's it didn't really leave me like wanting more. But I will say that some of the side quests were kind of just lame and they were kind of just left left open ended. I feel like there was a lot more they could have did with some of the side quests. But uh, yeah, I've just been I've just been playing the core game. Now there is a there is DLC. I think there's two DLCs that I, I have that I have not played, and I'm not I might play them. I'm not entirely sure yet. I know at the beginning of all this adventure I said that I would, but like I said, we'll see if we have time before uh before Pokemon comes out and we might we might do some maybe just some like you know, the hell with it fun for a week type thing and just kind of play a little bit of the DLC and uh get on with that and kind of see what that's all about. But we are back for the grand finale. I am like I said, I am so damn excited. I have been wanting to finish this game for a long time, and I finally sat down the other night and played it. And actually, Cameron, one of my good friends, you know him as Sloan Pocket Slim and many other things. I know him as One Glorious DM, which is actually working on a really cool side segment for Rockhound Radio. And it's like Dungeon Master tips and all kinds of stuff on how to get yourself and your friends started on your very own adventure. Now they'll be coming probably, I don't know. And he's working on recording these a little bit here and there. So on Saturdays, when as they come to me and get published, I will put them out there and yeah, you can find Cameron's glorious DM tips. He is known as the dungeon master and he will be, he'll be filling your head with all kinds of information and it'll be very helpful for those new to Dungeons and Dragons or new to wanting to play or just, you know, maybe you're an older player returning and you want to get back to just the basics. Maybe you don't have time to sit around and read those, all those books and gather all that knowledge. That's fine. You leave it to us because we're the professionals. We'll bring you this badass content for, you know, your ride to work, your ride home, when you're in the car, when you play it to annoy your wife or your significant other, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever that is. We'll bring it to you here straight live from Rockhound Radio. Now, I've beat around the bush long enough. We got we got stuff to talk about. You, Phoenix, are one badass dude. So, we finished up our side quest last week. Like I said, pretty lame, but now that we're all stocked up, we went back to the Hall of the Gods. We made sure that, you know, you upgraded all your health that you could, your stamina, because you're going to need plenty of it. You, you know, crafted all your potions, you upgraded your sword, your axe, all your godly powers, and you know, you're ready to go take on, you're ready to go take down this son of a bitch that's been badgering you this entire game. So the first part of this, when I mean part of this, like end game, is honestly, face the mountain. And you need to race up the mountain to beat your brother Legiron. Now, I have said this multiple times, and since the beginning, since you first ran into this creep, I was like, you know what, dude, this guy is working with the enemy. I know when to spot a freaking mole, or I know, you know, how to spot one and when to call him out. And I, I fucking told him, like, hey, this guy is bad news. He's a little, 
he's a little mole. He's in here. He's working for the bad guy. And, you know, he pretty much presents himself as your brother, the big hero. I'm the prophecy hero and all this other bullshit. And, you know, I can, you know, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. That's how the old old saying goes. And you ain't going to get much past me because, trust me, I was primed, ready. I've been waiting to, you know, see the end of this journey and adventure for a long time. And I wasn't going to let my dumb big brother just get in the way and, you know, do all this bullshit. So you take off. And basically there is a, you know, there is a whole new area that we haven't even been to yet called King's Peak. And I will tell you, you fly over to this area, it is probably one of the most confusing parts of this goddamn game that I've played. Now, it basically says, get up to the top of the mountain to fight your brother. What it doesn't tell you is that there's like a whole bunch of shit you have to do leading up to that. Now, you travel over there, I ended up flying, I flew up to a part in, I think, Athena's area, and then I think I climbed up to a statue and I just flew all the way over to get to King's Peak. And you get there. And like I said, the quest is pretty much active. The only bad part that's a little confusing on top of all this is the area that you're at is, for one, massive. And for two, your quest thing that like you know shows like this is a quest area, it is literally the entire island or part of the island or whatever it is. But yeah, it pretty much spans the entire island, and it doesn't really give you like a clean cut, like, hey, go this way. You kind of get the vibe that you need to go a certain way because of there's a lot of that cold winds that zap your stamina. There's also like a pretty clear cut path, and you, you know, the bad part is, is this path seems like it's really easy to follow for some of it. And then like the farther you get on, like it'll get off path kind of, and then you have to fight people. And for pretty much for like the first, I like thought this was going to be, I was like, all right, I'm ready to get up here. I'm ready to kick his ass. I thought it was going to be a quick endeavor, but boy, was I wrong. I did spend like the first five or 10 minutes of exploring this new area and trying to get to the top of the mountain. I literally ran past everybody. I was like, I'm going to save all my health. I'm going to save all my powers and, you know, all my potions. I'm going to run past all these guys, get up to the top and I'm going to crush them. And, uh, yeah, I did that for like the first, you know, like I said, five or 10 minutes and like explored, collected some stuff. I will say that they throw mad collectibles your way as far as stuff to make potions. There's like all kinds of, uh, what are they? I can't even, pomegranates. There's all kinds of, you know, stamina stuff, stuff to make potions for attacking and defense. This stuff is just kind of scattered all around. I would, would say you need to gather as much as these as possible unless you're maxed out, which... Unless you're a big, big collector. And I honestly don't think they max out your inventory anyway. But uh, yeah, go through, collect all this stuff. Because you will run across some of the uh, some of the p- potion-making places where you can make those potions while you're on your way up the mountain. So, you go through this freaking mountain. And, you know, we talked about these challenges that we all love doing on the side. Whether they're the Hermes challenges or the Apollo challenges. Now, there are some mandatory challenges you have to do to progress to get higher into the mountain. But basically, you it's pretty much easy peasy for the first little bit. You run through this area, you fight some bad guys, you know, you make your way up this mountain, and then you start getting the spots where the stamina thing is a big problem. And you notice that there's some torches along the way. And it's pretty much like you're in an area where you have to complete this myth challenge. Whatever they call them, you have to complete the challenge to progress to make it up the mountain. So, like, a lot of them are just, like, quick little puzzles. They don't really take that long, but they all 
serve a purpose. And when you complete those puzzles, you will get like the torches will light up, you know, pretty much showing you the way. And what that does is in this severe cold, just the mere small flame of a torch will allow your stamina to not be sapped down to nothing. And that is, you will not make it up this freaking mountain if you don't do these challenges. Now, I thought it was like, okay, well, there's a couple here and a couple there. So you run across the first couple, you light these torches, you make your way up the mountain. And if you check your map, I would suggest not even to do that because it just confuses you even more because you think you're going up the mountain and then you think you're getting close and you look at your map and it's like taking you farther away towards the edge of the map. And it, you know, it seems like you're just crawling around the side of the bottom of the mountain forever and ever and ever. And I actually got turned around several times. I would say it took me, it took me probably a solid hour or better to even get up this damn mountain. So you better pack it in for the long haul because boy, it is an adventure and it is a, it's a freaking journey. So you make your way up this blessed mountain, you go through there and there's several mandatory challenges you have to do. I think there's like three or four that you have to complete to make it up the mountain. But yeah, you get up to the top of this mountain. Finally, like I said, it took me well over an hour. I would imagine actually Cameron sat there and watched me play the whole ending of this game from the, uh, from the start of literally from the start of me getting to King's peak to the very last battle against Typhon. And he actually said last night we were playing some, we were playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, if you can believe that I was playing around with my paladin bard, Arla Fleur, doing some red mist adventures. And he was like, made the comment about being excited to hear this episode just because he's like, I'm excited to see what comes through in your episode because I, I got to watch your reactions during all of it. And he, Oh man, it was such a freaking challenge. Like I said, it you know, it's not it's not just a little easy platforming level that you just get to scurry up the side of the mountain to fight your brother. No, they make you they make you fucking work for it. So, like I said, pack it in, get your drinks, get your snacks, you know, make sure that you don't have to leave the TV for a while and settle in. I'm not going to go through every little challenge or every little thing getting up to the mountain because honestly, it's a lot. There is a, well, there's several walkthroughs. I use the walkthrough on IGN for a couple of them just because I, like I said, I spent like 20 minutes thinking that I was doing it the wrong way or going the wrong way. And as deceiving as it may be, just make sure that you follow that path and that path will take you down around and it will make you feel like you're getting further away from your objective, but it all wraps up together, not nicely, but it all wraps up together eventually. There's a bunch of spots where you have to jump into those air draft pockets where they sail you up and then you're sailing through, you know, the cold where your stamina, just make sure you've got plenty of heals and plenty of potions. And like I said, hopefully it doesn't take you an hour. Maybe you guys are better or smarter than me. Could be, but you make your way to the top of the mountain, freaking finally. And you pretty much come across Zeus and Prometheus. And he's holding this potion. Well, maybe I'm getting this mixed up. What we'll do is I got to do a little fact check. And then uh, right when we get back from break, we'll cover the rest of this damn game. The finale, the big wig, the typhon crushing phoenix that rises up above all other mortals. We'll be right back after this break. All right. Now that we are back from break, we are ready to finish up Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, yeah. We're about to crush Typhon and his little Titan nerdiness. Oh, yeah. We've been waiting all game to kick his ass. And let me just tell you, that's what's going to happen. 
So you get to the top of the mountain that you just spent, hopefully not as long as I did, trying to get up it. You fight your brother, Lagiron, and it is finally time for you to show him who's boss. And I fucking called it. I told you guys that he was dirty and that he was playing for Typhon. And uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, and I'm just going to read this off the, the Mortals Phoenix Rising Wikipedia because I was so like, I don't even know. I, I tried to take notes like right after I finished the game. And I don't have a whole lot of, it's just like bullet points. And I was just so, so excited to like beat it. And then I had to start working on something else. I think I kept, I went back to playing Pokemon or whatever it was. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to read some stuff like, I don't know, not really word for word and not really more or less all of it, but some of it from the Wikipedia page kind of fill in the gaps. So you go up there and basically after you fight your brother, which isn't really a tough fight, he just, uh, he gets like more powerful every time. And if you, I just went in, I popped a couple of potions and, you know, with my godly powers and my awesome sword, I just went in there, got in close and just beat him up and really didn't have any problems. Basically, Typhon had promised your brother that he would be immortal and he would be a new god in the world when the Titans took over. You know, and like Titans do, they, you know, blow their little fairy magic at you and make you think that you're going to be all big and powerful. And that doesn't happen because you crush him. Actually, Ligiron was carrying, oh, it was a, he created a poison that was capable of killing the gods. And in return, Ligiron were to become a god in the new world and rule the Golden Isle. And yeah, he thought he was going to get away from it or get away with it. And he doesn't. So you kill when well, he don't really kill. You defeat your brother in battle, and some stuff goes down. And Titan, the you know he runs away. And I there's like a big cinematic thing, and I'm really bad at filling the gaps on on this part because it's like really important because it's the end of the game. But I, there's a big cut scene with um, like Prometheus and Zeus, and basically what has happened is this entire thing has been a sham. And Prometheus had been telling the story, and basically what happened was um, Zeus was actually the one that turned everybody to stone. And throughout this game, you Zeus kind of you know takes a takes a look at the way he's treated his like kids and family members and all this stuff, and like slowly begins to realize that uh, he's just been like a big asshole. And basically, this whole entire time, it was a big distraction for Typhon to get out. And he actually was not released by what I forget what they said in the beginning of the game, but it was actually Atlas that freed Typhon, which is a fellow Titan. And uh, which I didn't know this, but Prometheus is actually a Titan. He's a Titan of fire. So basically all the Titans were putting together this plan to overrule the Greek gods, just like in every hero story. But this one was like a lot of shenanigans and it pretty much they he had Zeus distracted his plan was to keep him distracted long enough for i think lagiron to get there and like hit him with the poison kill zeus and then that would just be like the start of the crumple to the mount olympus because you know if you kill a god there's a not like th that just sets off a chain chain of events that um go go really really south but anyway we'll uh the best thing to do is just like look up and like watch a video if you haven't played this game um definitely watch like maybe like the end of the game credit scene i, I think it's really cool they de they definitely do it a good justice of you know just painting a really cool picture and like telling a really cool story 
But yeah, and especially the narrative and knowing this whole time that Prometheus was in on it. Um, you know, by the, so circle back to you fighting Lagiron, and after that happens, Typhon makes his um, he makes his presence known as he's climbing up Mount Olympus, or it's not really Mount Olympus, but it seems like it. He's climbing up the side of the mountain in King's Peak, and um, he reveals that you, Phoenix, are actually a child of Hermes. And basically what that means is that you're a demigod. And demigods are not always pro proven to be immortal, but there are several demigods that are immortal, but they're just great warriors. And you find out that, you know, Hermes is your father. And then I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh God, go figure. The one, the one freaking guy, the one asshole that uh, has been badgering me whole game has to be my dad. And then like a whole bunch of other stuff starts happening. Zeus starts realizing that he was actually one that turned everybody to stone because of, you know, like he talks about a story about molding um, the people out of different, like he started with gold and then he used silver and then he used bronze. And like I said, definitely watch, like at least like watch the cut scene of this game. It is, it is awesome. It like the story it tells, you know, Zeus realizing he's been a giant pain in the dick and you know, that he's caused a lot of this stuff. And then it all comes out in the wash, right? You know, you're sucked into this big story that's going on and you find out a key little piece of information that, you know, it's like a whole big mind jumble. So along the lines of like Zeus manipulating and turning everybody to stone, what you were seeing every time when like it had something to do with like Hephaestus's hammer and you gathering um, the lightning bolts, it was like a switch and like it was the old like bait and switch almost. But you find out and like Zeus finally realizes like it's something to do with the prophecy and then something to do with you and, you know, blah, blah. You find out that you're actually the son of Zeus. And then it's just like, oh, now it's starting to make sense, right? You're like, all right, well, I'm the, I'm the damn son of Zeus. I'm definitely a big badass hero. But yeah, all this stuff starts happening. Um, Typhon actually grabs Lagiron and Zeus and like drags them off the mountain down to it's like a it's like a a form of a Tartarus pit, and you have no option. It, I mean, this is it. This is our time to shine, baby. We've been playing. I I clocked. I think ultimately with side quests and everything about thirty three hours, which isn't really that bad for mainly just like a story game. But yeah, I I uh I jumped in that portal because this is what we've been waiting on all game. I've been talking massive amount of shit about this Typhon guy and I'm finally ready to deliver before we get into that big fight I do want to like I just want to fix something in the last couple of minutes I was talking about so the order in which this stuff happens like I said this is why I said I recommend watching a like a video or maybe like reading the Wikipedia page yourself but I will clarify this this is how this is how it all goes down so you get to the top of the mountain and you fight Lagiron. After you fight Lagiron, he flees to the Tartarus pit and towards like the center of your map. You travel there. Once you get there, you have to climb up and you pretty much race him. And you fight Typhon there. And you fight Typhon and you – I kicked the shit out of him. And I was like, this is kind of – like this is kind of weird. But yeah, you go there. You follow your brother. And mind you, what I was just talking about like a few minutes ago with like Zeus and all that stuff, all that stuff happens like after this little part. So you've, you know, you travel back, you get your brother or you follow your brother back, you get that poison and 
you fight Typhon and it's like a little baby fight. <laughs> like that's pretty much, I mean, it wasn't, you could tell, like I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be this easy because you fight him and the battles, you know, it, it's not bad. It's not like crazy hard or anything. He's, you know, like I said, it's like a diet Typhon, you know, he's just barely showing you a little bit of power. You fight him, you breeze through him because, you know, like I said, let's be honest, it was, it was an easy fight, a lot easier than some of the legendary bosses you encounter in the regular game. So you fight him and you head back to climb up to where Prometheus and Zeus are. And then you get there with the poison and it pretty much confirms all the stuff I was saying about, you know, the big, Oh man, the shipwreck from Titan fleeing or not fleeing from releasing Typhon and Prometheus being in on it. And, you know, Zeus realizes all the bad he's done, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, I already talked about all that. Sorry. I had all the, this is just, you know, that's just how it goes when you're dealing with high emotion, high tense situations, things get a little foggy and you need to, you know, you need to mess with the timeline to make it all fit. And that's fine because, you know, it's all there. It's, you know, and we're not even to the best part yet. Well, so I thought. So you get up there and, you know, like I said, it pretty much confirms that it's all been a big sham and that it's all been a big thing to like kill Zeus. And Typhon actually crawls up behind you and he manages to get that poison that's supposed to or whatever. I don't really know why or how it affect him differently. But anyway, obviously it didn't kill him and or what well, maybe it kills him in the end. I don't know. Anyway, he grabs that big potion and drinks it. And then like Typhon just starts like transforming and gets like all purple and like, mind you, I guess trying to like, this is what you can imagine. It's this big monster with wings and he's got like, one giant arm that comes down to like a tentacle looking thing and like one arm that's like a claw. Then he also has like these two little, they're like, they look like knockoff kind of snake heads and they just kind of come up out of his shoulders and he's got like, you know, four, I think it's like four or six eyes and like blackish and purple. And he's just like a big, scary demon monster. And he drinks that potion that like really adds like the purple and like red and black. And I don't know, he like, it's just surging through him and you can like see him like kind of like grow stronger from it. And initially, and he's like, Rah! and he like freaks out and he ends up grabbing, um, cause he brought Lagir on with him, your brother. He takes him and takes Zeus and then he plunges off. So now you're at a portal, which is like last save game. It pretty much tells you like you're about to, you're about to enter the end of the game. Make sure that you're ready um, you know, you'll have a save point before this, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I plunged into the portal and we are officially in this whole entire time. Like, mind you, the whole end of this game took me probably, oh man, two and a half hours, I bet from the mountain to eventually fighting Typhon. So that's the order and all that shit happens, right? And once Typhon grabs Zeus and Lagiron, you go through the portal and you are in the last dungeon. We're here. We're finally officially at the end of the game. And it's really funny. Like Zeus and Lagiron are like trapped in this cage and like the cage ends up breaking or something. And I forget exactly what happened. Like I said, we were, it was 
I was struggling to finish this game because I was very aggravated with the mountain. And some of it I was just like, I was honestly ready to beat it because, I don't know, like I said, I was super aggravated from going up the mountain. I thought that was, not that it was horrible. I mean, I guess it was pretty cool, but it just, you know how it gets sometimes. You you die so many times or you fail so many times. You're like, all right, you're just ready for it to be over. And then I discovered that like Zeus pretty much teleports out. He leaves you high and dry and you're like, oh, that's cool, dad. Thanks. And you kind of shake your head and you are faced with the final dungeon. I should have suspected that there would have been a dungeon at the end of this game. I didn't really think. I just figured it'd be a big lead up to a big fight, which it is because the dungeon is just as big as pain in the ass as the freaking mountain was. And there's a bunch of freaking, it's pretty much like the catch-all for all the traps and all the gimmicks from all the previous dungeons. There are several, like, moving your blocks that are connected to other blocks. Like I said, every every pretty much puzzle that we've been through throughout the game is all shoved into one. And they up the difficulty on it quite a bit. There's one particular puzzle I'd like to talk about. It's got to deal with those floating blocks that you've seen and some of the other ones. I think they started showing up in the Forge Lands. But you hit this block, it levitates, and then with the air current that's moving that you've seen in other dungeons, blows this cube through a bunch of lasers, and you have to like time it perfectly through the first one. And you're like, okay, cool, I finally figured out how to do it. And then like the second one, it literally sends you through four or five like laser things and like the medusa lasers that take half of your health and cameron watched me trying to get through this part i don't know how many times and like the block gets quicker so when you jump it like doesn't like your velocity and the block's velocity or rate of movement is not the same so you jump the block gets faster you seem to get slower so I just took the the beefy man way. I just had a bunch of potions, and I literally just stood on the block and ate every laser and just barely made it through. And I used several potions to do that. So just know that that's an option. Maybe you're better at those. I just suck at those ones. And it took me a while to get through this dungeon. There are like, right when you first start out, there's like four little easy buttons and you go through and like, it's just like every other dungeon you've been in. You know, you complete that one little spot. It lights up an orb or it lights up part of a door. And then you have to do it however many times. So you do like four little easy ones, which they're, you know, they're not hard puzzles or anything. And then it like opens up into like the big main dungeon. And there's four giant like crystal looking diamonds. And it's like a big battlefield. There's one in every corner. And you can already assume that, you know, you've got four pain in the ass things to do before you can move on. So you move on through for all four of them. And besides the laser ones, the other ones aren't too bad. Um, they're pretty cool, actually. I really like, and like I said, I'll talk about it again. This game is, it, it's pretty damn good. Re regardless of my frustrations with the end of it, it is a really, really good game. And I thought the puzzles were really cool. And just like the whole platforming side of everything, I just thought they did a really good job. But anyway, you crush these puzzles, you figure it out, and boom. And oh yeah, every time you complete one of those puzzles, the main um, dungeon part, like the main floor, it's respawned with monsters of different variety. So like every time you complete one, you fight your way through a wave of enemies, and they, they get consistently harder, but uh, ultimately they're not, they're not that bad. But uh, yeah, you 
kill all these guys after every little challenge. There are heals you can get. They do like the free little free heals. They're like on a little table in the dungeon. But yeah, you uh, crush all four of those puzzles and fight your way through all the bad guys. And every time you complete a puzzle, you can see like where you're supposed to go gets like uh, one of those like pedestals will like drop or like lower down closer to you. And uh, eventually you get all those puzzles finished up and you can finally climb your way up to the very last. And this is it. And we're, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to fight Typhon. And I will say something that really crushed me. And I can't believe I forgot about this till now. But when you first fight him after um, you're chasing down Lagiron in that fight, he kills your bird, Phosphor. He like catches him in midair and he just crushes him. And... I was pretty hurt. I mean, that that cut deep. Titans really know how to pull at your heartstrings, and I was pretty upset with that. So fast forward, now you're in the dungeon. Now you're climbing, and we're ready to face him for the very last fight. You get all the way to the top, and it's like a weird inverted climbing platforming thing where you jump back and forth, and some of the levels are like tilted. And I was just thinking to myself, like, God, can you guys just quit? I know I'm at the end of the game. Like, you, I've already done all this stuff. Please just let me climb up here and fight him. I'm ready. I've been chomping at the bit to fight this guy from the very beginning. You finally make it. You're all the way at the top, and there he is. There's the big bad Typhon, and you and start fighting him, and he is a lot stronger than you first fought him in that first dungeon. So you go up, and you just throw everything you got at him, and I was using a lot of like the... Um, Ares Fury, we like sh- throws you up in the air. You can get up underneath his feet and stuff, avoid some of his attacks. It's better, I thought, to fight super close to him and try to stay in the air as much as possible because he has several moves where he will like pretty much shoot out a bunch of corrupted goo, is what it seems like, and it'll just like cover the battlefield and you'll have to like be up in the air to avoid it. But yeah, just get in close. He's a big, tall, scary monster, so you want to get in so you don't get stomped on. And he does a couple, like, um, different melee attacks, but they're all pretty much, most of them are easily avoidable. But you do start to notice that his health does not go down very fast, you know, regardless of you being all jacked up and being a son of Zeus, demigod, hero of all. You uh, you start fighting him, and then, uh, but I think before the fight, all the gods show up, like, at your back, they're like, you know, we're here to help you. And this was honestly probably the coolest part in the game, I think. As you're fighting Typhon in the in the final boss fight, you get his health down so far, and he pretty much like falls down. And one of the gods that you have helped in in the game or that you've been with, journeyed with, is uh they come in and they fight and they, they do like their own series of moves, which I thought was really cool. Um Aphrodite, like she like blew a kiss and pretty much enveloped them in like a heart of smoke slash explosion. Um, Athena came down and pretty much like kicked his ass with her spear and like came down on top of him. I think Hephaestus was my favorite. He, uh, like you get like Typhon's like down on his hands and knees and Hephaestus comes in and he like grabs his hammer and he pretty much like motions up with his hand and a giant stone anvil like comes up out of the ground. And he pretty much slams his head with the hammer. Um, Hermes comes in and does like a 
like a multi attack almost. Like he like jumps and hits him, and he's like he's just so fast that like another version of him is behind him, and he hits him like three or four times. Um, Ares comes in and gets all you know God of War on his ass, dude. He just like hits him up with a really cool combo, and then you know a- after all the gods. Now, mind you, I didn't notice this at first, but um, Cameron was watching. Like when the gods do damage to him, it shows like a like a damage number. They did that each god that attacked did twenty five thousand dam- points of damage with their move. So that kind of puts in perspective how much health he really has. And you keep fighting, keep fighting, you keep fighting, and all the gods help you. And Zeus is like the last one. He like hits him with you know what he hits him with. He hits him with one of those sweet lightning bolts. It's a really cool animation. Zeus goes up in the air, you know, forms this lightning bolt and slams him. And he is left with but a slither. And I mean like the tiny sliver of health that you've been, you know, mind you, I popped a lot of potions this battle, um, probably three or four health potions. Don't worry. When you go through the dungeon, it gives you several chests that are full of potions. So you'll be all stocked, all stocked up. But uh, yeah, and he flashes down to like one little sliver of health left and i finished him off with my favorite move in the game my charged hephaestus hammer and it just like swung it like uppercutted him and finished him off and typhon went down oh yeah you just kicked the titan's ass what we've been waiting for the entire game and uh yeah it felt really good so after this happens all the gods like get together and they pretty much like come to a notion of should we kill him or should we banish him? Phoenix being the hero, God, heroes are so they're so heroy and so lawfully good or whatever you want to call it. He pretty much states that that he should just be banished. And you know, Typhon at this point's like, no, pretty much just you know, dear God, just kill me, kill me, please, don't banish me again. But they end up motioning with phoenix and they banish him now that the big scary monster has been dealt with and you have finished up this game the ending of this game is it's pretty cool so zeus invites you to live with the gods on the golden isles and there's like a big you know cut scene where he's talking and he fixes your wings he like pretty much i guess like the wings don't make it through the fight or something. He makes a comment about because the wings of Daedalus always failed. He never did figure out how to create the perfect wings. So Zeus like fixes them and gives you these cool wings. And then he also basically says, you see your bird phosphor fly around. And Zeus pretty much says he created this bird to rise up from the ashes and calls it the phoenix which you know names it after you which i thought was super cool and it was kind of like an all-around it was like a full circle like the phoenix is born you rise up it was named after you the hero that stopped the titan and it was just it had like a really a really cool you know obviously like greek hero feel to it and when that happens He's like, oh, you know, all right. And Phoenix is like, hey, you can't just give me new wings and a new bird and expect me to, like, forget about all the horrible stuff you did. And Zeus is like, oh, really? Like, I I thought I could just, you know, it was just super funny. Like, his reaction was like, oh, I thought I could just give you something cool and, you know, you'd pretty much just forget about all that stuff. But no, Phoenix accepts his invitation 
you know, basically saying that, you know, I'm going to, I'm accepting your invitation on one condition. And that is that I have to, I have to make sure that you still treat all your kids all right. And they make off and, you know, into the golden aisles they go. And, you know, there, there you have it. That's the, you did it. You saved the golden aisles. You freed the gods. We defeated the Typhon. Yeah, defeated the Titan, Typhon. Kind of last time we had to say that. But uh, no, it was it was a really cool game. I loved it. Really had a lot of fun. And the ending of this game, like the ending cutscene, the very last part, is you see Prometheus up on top of the mountain where he is chained to the rock. And as part of the deal that Prometheus and Zeus had originally had in the beginning of the game, that he would release him if he lost the bet. And what you see is this giant key like come up over the side of this mountain. And then you see your brother, Lagiron. And he is up there with the key to Prometheus's, like, you know, his bounds. And he's like, oh, great, you're here. Da, 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 da. And he, like, says something about freeing him. And Lagiron, your brother, he says, yep, as part of the conditions, blah, blah, blah. Now I'll release you, but only after I tell you this story. And much to Prometheus's annoyance, he like starts like the beginning of the story of the game that we just finished all the way back from the start. He like shoves his big key into the snow and he sits down on this key and he just starts talking. So you can only imagine that it is never like the story will never end. So it was almost like, yeah, you get the key. He just has to finish the story, but you would probably die before he finished the story. So you know, just like every Greek hero story goes, somebody's always somebody always gets the good and somebody always gets the bad. But most of the time, the people that get the bad are the ones that were already bad in the first place. But yeah, there you have it. We just finished our third official game for the channel for Rockhound Radio. Hell yeah, I am super excited and I couldn't be more happy to finish this game up. I hope you guys liked it. It was definitely cool to record a bunch of stuff about a game I never played and especially being about all Greek heroes, mythology and all that stuff. So that's it. You have it. That's been the finale. And like I said, I gave it a good solid eight out of 10. I thought it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the game and uh, maybe just maybe we might be back next week with some uh, DLC content. I haven't decided yet. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, until then, uh, keep following the channel, keep supporting, subscribing, all that stuff. You guys are awesome. You guys are the reason I keep doing this every week, several times a week, actually. And uh, yeah, this has been Rockhound Radio. Check me out on TikTok. I upload probably, I'm going to try and at least do one video a week. And it's going to be, who knows what it's going to be about. I threw up one about a Pokemon TikTok where I lost one of my one of my good friends. And then there's, I did a magic shop where I just kind of like, I don't know, came up with my own homebrew content for Dungeons and Dragons. And, you know, who knows? Anything could be on there. But yeah, check it out. Yeah, check it out on TikTok. Follow me on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. You know, send me a message, whatever you want to talk about, video games. If you guys got suggestions, whatever it is, shoot them at me. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about it. Thank you. This has been one hell of a finale for this game, and I am excited to see what comes next. I'll see you guys later this week.